it is a Monday morning, and I know those aren't our most exciting moments in life. Mondays can be a little bit tough. Hopefully, this will help. You might need coffee with the coach. I got my boss mug today, baby. Feel it all boss up. I said that backwards. I feel all bossed up. I feel it all boss up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I tickled myself. Maybe I made you laugh too. I don't know. Anyway, this morning I put up this um this post, this verse. Hey, good morning. I put up this post and it just it stuck with me, and so I wanted to share it. Hopefully it'll help you guys out there too. But it's this James 119. And so I put up a little picture with it and some thoughts about it. And I've just been, you know, thinking about it as I'm drinking my coffee. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. That's so good. You know, let's say it again. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And I was just thinking, what would our world and life be like if we really did do this verse? Like if we were slow to speak, how would that change things around us? If we started separating from what we were doing and took a 30,000 foot view and sat in an observer's chair and observe what we were thinking and while we were thinking it and what we're doing and why were we doing it and what we're saying and why we're saying it and then we responded, I think it'd be a powerful thing. You know, and so there's a lot of, you know, stuff going on in our current era where people aren't listening. They're just, everyone's trying to be heard, but no one's trying to, to listen. And so what if we positioned ourselves to be extremely curious instead of being offended or being abrasive or getting our, oh, we just grabbed my glasses, getting our point across. What would happen if we made ourselves curious we separated in the moment from the conversations going on and we sought to understand other people around us versus first trying to be understood. What if we sought to understand what someone else is going through first and then we sought to be understood? We say all the time that we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Two ears, one mouth, twice the listening as the talking. So when we get on to like our calls and we're coaching people and we're walking people, we're counseling, we're listening, we're helping folks grow, we're helping them with their life path, we try to ask a lot of questions and listen more than we talk. We don't want to overlay our story. We don't want to push on them. We have this saying, listen to the last syllable. And even my coach said the other day, listen to the last syllable and then count one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. It's a good, a good thing to do, a good practice listening because people want to be heard. What if in all of our interactions, what if today at our work, we sought to understand those we work with versus just being understood? What if today in our families, we sought to understand what was going on versus just pushing being understood? What if we set back a little bit, we thought about what's going on inside of us and what's going on inside the other person, we thought, I'm going to get extremely curious. I'm going to become a scientist or an observer of what's going on here and slow down and seek to understand, seek to listen. What if instead of pushing our story on someone when they tell us their story and we're already coming up with an answer, you ever done that? 
you're talking to someone, you're already thinking about your answer and you kind of one-up them with your story. What if instead of doing that, we thought, man, they're the most interesting person I've ever been around and I am curious about their life and I want to hear them more. We become extremely curious. We become a scientist. We become a observer. We seek to understand and be understood. Well, I'll tell you what probably happened. Some scenarios. So we put into practice a couple of these little habits. It does amazing things. You know, you're having a blow up of one of your kids and you're going back and forth and you realize you're in an impasse. Neither party is changing, you know, their position because both parties feel misunderstood. As a parent, you feel misunderstood and your kid needs to listen because you're the parent because I said so. And then the kid feels understood because they've got all this stuff going on and maybe even emotions and maybe they are off, but they just want to be heard and they feel like I'm not going to listen to them unless they value me and hear me first. What if we pause in that moment, breathe, grab a bottle of water if we need to. I say that all the time, grab a bottle of water, take a deep breath, get curious and think, what's going on here? And we, we say to the kid, our kid, you know what? What we're battling over isn't what we're battling over. What's going on? What are you feeling? What's really happening here? Do you feel like I hear you or I don't hear you? What if we even let them hit some of these trigger points that are going on in them? They're talking about it. Well, I don't feel heard. And I feel like you're always just telling me what to do. And that rebellious moment. What if we stopped instead of saying, well, you're wrong. You're the kid. You listen. We stop and say, Tell me more about that. What's going on there? Let's get down there deep. Do you ask them, do you really believe what you're saying there? Do you believe I never listened to you? Do you believe? Ask, seek to understand before being understood. And then we come back and help them get back to above the line. Maybe they are off. Maybe we have to correct them. But before we do, hear them fully and deeply embrace them. Recognize that their emotions, whether they're right or wrong, are valid because they feel them, right? Same thing for our spouse. What if in the middle of a heated moment, instead of just storming out or coming to an impasse or even agreeing to disagree, before doing all of those scenarios, stopping, breathing, grabbing a bottle of water, disconnecting, and then seeking to understand the other person. Just incredibly curious, getting our emotions out of the way, not feeling like they're putting us down or they're you know, making us less, but realizing that we want to get to a win-for-all solution and taking a second and incredibly trying to hear them for what they're saying, letting them feel amazingly heard using two ears and one mouth. I think it could change a lot of stuff if we just stopped and did this thing. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, so to anger. I'm not always perfect in this, but it's something I'm intentionally working on, right? So hear me in this. I don't get on here and preach to people, but I'm learning. So anyway, that's my coffee with a coach today. I hope you guys are encouraged. I hope it can help somewhere. Let's be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Love you guys. Oh, Tim, man, I love you, bro. It's good to see you on. I'm looking to see who's on. Thanks, man. It's good to see Debbie, Brooke, Shantae, Jimmy, Jamie, Tracy, Amy. Good to see all y'all on. Jack, thank y'all for being on. I'm going to hop off here. If you've got any questions or comments about this or you want a deeper conversation, tell you what, just message me or put in the comments. I want to hear more or hit me up on Facebook Messenger and we'll talk later. Whatever. I'm in your corner. Thanks for having coffee with the coach. Blessings, y'all. Bye.